0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, September sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Today on the Ether, part four of the four-part Cheppy Space Friday in the Cosmos. Come ask Addy weird ass shit. Let's take a listen. I'm not sure.
1: Uh, so yeah, there's polka dot. Um, it's, it's it's similar to that, except it's much more free. Like. Each chain is like sovereign. It doesn't rely on Polkadot. It doesn't rely on Atom. You can basically make as many chains as you want. So it's a very different sort of like idea of how to build this stuff. And it turns out that like the creators of this have been right all along. And uh, like this thing can be scaled like infinitely, you know. So it's like, and yeah, it's a really, really credible system. It works really well. And like all this last bull run, like people didn't really like understand Adam very well. I found like almost nobody understood what the hell's going on. I think it's more, it's for more tech savvy people in general. So there's not like a real deep, like public narrative. Like, you know, like it's not the most maybe like sexy thing to talk about on YouTube or something, but um, it's like slowly kind of like uh, making its way up. And I think what will happen is probably Adam will be probably, if I had to guess, um since Luna didn't make it because of its u s t crash thing um Adam probably will end up being like top five I would think ultimately so it's it's credibly more like makes more sense than Polkadot. dot uh it's easier to scale and straight- more straightforward than cardano they they have a lot of promises and stuff, but like they have a hard time delivering so I think like the cosmos based ecosystem chains um they're already some of the m- they actually have a lot of the market cap of, of the top 100, but I think they're going to continue to sort of grow. So, yeah, it's a lot going on, but uh, I think, I I think Adam, Adam. Adam tends to capture some of the value in this ecosystem, and uh, I think it's a reasonable hold for the next few years.
2: Oh, lovely. Yeah, that was a good one, So I'll draw them through the country lane, so I always
1: cut that stuff when I get close to work. Yeah. I mean, just play with it. Like, you know, that's what Eddie did. She's like, grab the Kepler wallet, takes a second. And then she got some um, Atom on like Coinbase and then sent it over to her wallet just to play uh, like 50 bucks worth or something. And it, um, it's pretty easy. Like it's, it's not any harder than some of the others, but Kepler's a much, much better wallet than, than MetaMask. <laughs> like, like
2: I, I, you want, Can I, can I, I don't know if you want to, can I seal in here? Something that I've found out about that? Coming out,
1: or sure, you yeah, know,
2: sure. have you heard of the um Sons of Crypto wallet that's coming out?
1: Um, the the Sons of Crypto.
2: Yeah, so it's a it's going to be a completely decentralized web free wallet. Whereas obviously things like MetaMask and stuff are still linked to Web two. Um, and it's going to be a. It's going to be coming out in the near future. They're doing the beta test, the beta testing now. Um, it's. So the, the tokenomics of it are quite different to the others. So in the sense that if you get an NFT now, there's a thousand of them. One, you'll have zero, um, no transaction fees when you use the wallet. So obviously if you use Metamask, you get a, a small fee. I think it's 0.8% fee. I think they made 320 million in 2021 in one year. But if you have an NFT wallet, you'll get a, an allocation of the token supply when it's released. And if you stake the tokens, you get the fees from people using the wallet. So when people use the wallet, you get the fees if you stake the tokens. So that's how the whole ecosystem of the wallet will work. It'll be completely web-free, or, well, if that's even a word. It'll be decentralized, and it looks like it's going to be – it sounds very, very promising, and it sounds like a very, very interesting – project for the future and i believe it will be coming out at the end of this year um yeah that well i just want to let everyone know about that maybe do some research they're very very helpful in the telegram group if you want to talk to them um about anything a bit more specific yeah it seems like a good project
1: yeah i'm not sure why but like you have like i guess your speakers or something up or something there's a lot of feedback when you're when you're on and I'm on at the same time, which is kind of strange, but anyway, yeah, there's all sorts of interesting little things happen in crypto, just thousands of little niches and little interesting projects and things. um, Some of which will turn out to be really good. um, Some of which will kind of just like not, not be that interesting and fade away. It depends. Like, yeah, the wallet space is interesting. Like people have had a hard time figuring out how to make any money off of it, um, off of wall, you know, creating wallets and things like that. So um, yeah, it's it, things. Each each of these has like a different model as far as like how it's monetized and you know how how it's spread. But um, yeah, it's uh, interesting stuff. Addy, um, by the way, um, Home was gonna send you uh, like if you said uh, Addy, do you have your your wallet with you?
3: Like my Kepler wallet.
1: Yeah. So if you go to like the. The section, if you, like, use your little menu at the top and you go to Stargaze, mm-hmm.
4: uh,
1: there's a section called Stargaze, which is, like, a whole NFT thing. You'll have a wallet address in there uh, in Stargaze. And if you... Home is here in the audience. If you uh, DM him your um, your Stargaze address, he wanted to send you and, like, uh, I think uh, KT and, like... Uh, Zara and everybody like who hasn't played in this wanted to send some free NFTs to you, so if you want to like check those out and you no, know, wait, anyway.
3: how do we how do we do it? I go into oh I see it oh is it just like this like it says like stars one something?
1: Yeah, let me walk you through it here. Um, so if you go to the top left, right, <laughs> okay. there's a section called Stargaze. You see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do, yeah, the stars one like address that's right at the very top. If you just click on that, it'll copy it, right?
3: Okay, yeah, I copied it.
1: Yeah, all you have to do is copy it, and then you, like, um, DM Home, who's down here, and he's going to send you some, like, NFTs and stuff to play with just to see what they are.
3: Ooh, that's so exciting. Okay, hold on. Yeah, it's your foray
1: into NFTs. Home is, like, the, uh, like, you know, NFT guy here. (laughs) So Stargaze actually is a NFT platform. It's an entire blockchain just for nfts created on a cosmos chain just like adam Mm, except it has like a full smart contract platform so there's i've talked to some of the builders that made uh stargaze and um they're working on a lot of cool stuff to make like it easy to like sort and play with nfts on there uh yeah it's a pretty neat platform actually um there's a guy that was a builder on um by the name of Larry zero X, he's one of the like guys who's a builder on Terra. And um, he's starting up a stargaze validator, which is like basically like a long story short, a validator is basically like a fancy computer. Like, you know, you need basically like a network of computers to run these systems, right? So a validator is like one of those computers out of like 150 or whatever, you know, on a cosmos chain. So I told him I would like park a bunch of money on his validator. And the yield for stars is like something ridiculous. I don't know what it is right now, but like, it's like, uh, I don't know. What is it? Like homes here. I'm not sure if he's awake, but like, but the, uh, I think the yields like upwards of 50% or something like that, which is pretty good for now. Um, yeah. But, uh, what I do with that is like, I buy, I park some money on there and then I buy NFTs with whatever yield comes off my stargaze tokens. Uh, so you can like stake your stake, actual stargaze tokens. And then like, uh, collect the yield and buy little you know, NFTs or whatever. Or you can sell your stargaze tokens and then convert them to Adam or something like that if you want as well. So there's like um yeah, a lot of fun kind of stuff you can do on there. Um and I think you looked at the stargaze page, didn't you? Like the where you can see like different NFTs and stuff. Did you check that out?
3: Yeah, I looked at it the other day. Sorry, I cut cut out for a second. Someone was trying to call me. Um, oh yeah! I just Did you see anything interesting?
4: A lot of like, like it looked very like, I don't know, like robot, y type stuff. Like very
3: like um, like graphic design esque. You know what I mean? Like it just looked very computer-y.
1: Yeah, it's like okay. a lot of it comes from like people that are into like um, like uh, old school like computer graphics and different things. Like, yeah, you have everything from like 3d photorealistic stuff all the way to like, uh, people have done individual artworks. People have done like, um, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all kind of comes from this, like, uh, maybe like computer nerd culture, best way to describe it. So like, but there's a lot of other things too. Like, um, uh, let me think, uh, yeah, there's like a little search thing you can use to, to play on there and uh let me like see if I can find something that might be interesting to you. Mm, let's see. What kind of like style do you like of just art and things?
3: Um like in general? Like what type of Yeah. Um I don't know. I like a lot of like I'm trying to think of like what I
1: Oh so let's like maybe you like the cat stuff. Yeah. Um go up to so go to Stargaze in there, like at the bottom of the thing and you go to the top and you hit, go to marketplace okay so you know how at the bottom there's like that globe button mm-hmm. you'll see like stargaze is one of the options in there
4: okay i see
1: it so yeah so go in there and then at the very top right hand corner once you reach stargaze there's like a menu thing hit marketplace
4: oh i see yeah
1: um And you might like, for example, the Maneki cats, like, since you like cats.
3: Oh, yeah, those are kind of cute. I see that.
1: Yeah, like, some of the guys have their little Maneki cat things. The bad kids, I think, are hilarious, like, go down a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It's like a a bunch of little, like, handmade, like, goofy um, kind of, like, you know, like, scribble drawings, Mm -hmm. like... But they're they're actually kind of cool. Um, but yeah, like, if you go down, there's all sorts of interesting... So a lot of these are, like, regenerative profile pics and things, like, where people just have, like, different versions of, you know, like, they create, like, these myths, which is, like, a whole series of a certain type of um, character. So you'll notice, like, it'll have different suits and different backgrounds and things like that. Mm-hmm. So this is what they a call, different. like like regenerative art where you have like lots of different versions. A really cool one down here is stargaze citizens. I like it a lot. I know the people who like created this, it looks really sick. Um, It's like a whole sci-fi vibe. Um, Yeah. So, so it goes all the way from like 3d art all the way down to like, um, you know, like low resolution type of art. Uh, there's a little bit of animated stuff too, but a lot of people it got popular because people like to use them on their Twitter profile pics, different artworks. But a lot of the ones like people just collect them and um, just sort of like pick them up and buy them, just like you would at like an art gallery or something like that.
4: Mm-hmm. I like um. There's one. Um, well, there's actually like a couple. Like I like the ones like there's
3: one called like Oscillations down here, and it reminds me mm. of. Have you ever seen those, um, like, they're, like, the sensory sort of, like, toys that have, like, the, the um, like, oil in them, and, like, they use them for kids with, like, autism or, like, people with, like, ADHD, and you just turn them back and forth and you just, like, watch the oil move around? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it reminds yeah, It's, like, me kind of, of, like, a level lamp
3: type yeah, of thing. reminds me of those. It's very soothing. I love those things, those little,
4: whatever they are. So I like ones like that. Yeah, there's
1: that. some, there's some like women that have created some in here too. Um, Like, it's not like entirely an all guys club kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like Women of Cosmos part one and two. That's a pretty cool group of people. Um, There's like, uh, yeah, just there's tons of variety. Like it's, it's gotten pretty common to have like any number of types of artists doing different things This
3: one this one's kind of pretty it's called um acre nft like this little like block it looks like like a minecraft block and it looks like it's going through the seasons it's very cool
1: yeah I think, like, those ones that, like they're I, less and a lot of these like, have that like minecraft resolution right like the, yeah. that look.
3: 497 Like, what does that mean when it has a little, like, ticket thing next to it?
1: Oh, it's the, it's how much, how much stars tokens. Like, how
3: much are stars tokens in real money?
1: Stars are currently, um, let me see, how much are they? Um, are they, like, a buck now or something, maybe? Or, not sure.
3: (laughs) Oh my god, so (laughs) some of these are, like, $500.
1: Actually, let me see, I've got 1000 Yes, yeah, stars is like a little bit over a buck. Oh
3: my goodness. Um,
1: yeah, like the the, but yeah, so diff- depending on who's selling what, right? Like the prices can be higher depending on like demand and whatever, right? It's just like a think about it like eBay or whatever. You're basically on a marketplace where people sort of like you know <laughs> just buy and sell these things, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like some of them, like. I don't know. They get more popular because of just the, like, the vibe, or maybe they get popular because like have they have like a big, like, Twitter or Discord community or something like that. Um, so yeah, part of the part of the game with NFTs is like you have you, the artist creates a whole bunch of them, right? And then you're like trying to figure out like um, how to make these things popular, how to get people to see them, and all of that, and like you know every new nft project thinks they have like the most badass thing <laughs> so uh everyone's sort of like competing for the marketplace
3: yeah that makes sense
1: but uh, you can see like there's a huge variety even on just stargaze and there's, there's lots of these kinds of platforms yeah, it's uh, fun to open sea is the most to
3: look through these
1: yeah the the open is one of the most um it's the most famous one obviously on ethereum That's. Um, where a significant amount of the volume is. And then like the second largest is, um, uh, NFTs on Solana, I would say. And then like pretty much every, uh, crypto ecosystem is doing kind of NFTs and all NFTs means is like, it's a, um, it's sort of an immutable record that you essentially own this image. It's like a, almost like a mark of ownership. If you think about it that Mm -hmm. way. It's like owning the title to a house, sort of. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably a way to, way to think of it. Yeah, so it's like all sorts of different styles and things, and like just like anything you can imagine, like whether it's like fashion, whether it's kind of like uh, just like I don't know, video game like drawings, you name it, pretty much is out there.
4: Yeah.
1: But you can see, like, there's so many different. Uh, ideas. Now, some of these are kind of like, uh, sometimes people just like, they'll just like copy paste shit from like some, like, uh, from Google images or some bullshit and they'll like sell them on here. So not everything is sort of like quote unquote worth something. It's almost like the difference in like, you know, how if you go to like an art gallery versus like some random starving artist shit. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll have different, uh, different types of things. Some of which will won't be worth anything ever, and some of which will.
3: <laughs> Do you have any NFTs? Uh,
1: I've got a few, like uh, things that I bought here and there just for fun. Not a huge, like, not a huge collector or anything, but like I'm about to invest a whole lot in the Stars token, so mm-hmm. I guess I should become one. <laughs> but uh, uh, are
3: they anything yeah, like, cool?
1: Um. Mm, I don't know. Like uh Hooligan and his wife, they're 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 kind of a pair that was on uh Terra. They have oh, this funny one called Bag of Dicks, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah, do um, so you like like remember
3: someone talking about that?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like so uh Hooligan sent me one uh just for fun. And like so I have he sent me a few. Yeah, people send me some random ones from time to time and I kinda of hold on to them, uh <laughs> like send them as gifts or whatever but uh yeah i bought a few here randomly um i don't know the space that well i'm not really like some kind of like nft connoisseur or some shit so i I think it's just fun oh look it's jimmy
4: i was just thinking that i was wondering if you had noticed that he was in here
1: yeah hey jimmy what are you doing jimmy there
5: (laughs) yes i'm here i'm jimmy the otter long time listener first time speaker in this space yeah we love you jimmy what's next? i don't know
1: who you are and i've never met you um
4: <laughs> jimmy what did you do tonight
5: well um I'm, I'm in bali so um i've had half my day already i just came back i just got back uh i've been looking at a lot of properties um looking a lot looking because interest rates are going up you know lock those properties in I they
3: have good dams work. in Bali.
5: I think is what's that?
1: I think is so the real
6: estate.
5: <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's you know, what? so there are two types of real estate I'm looking at right now. Um there are still so the population of in Indonesia has grown from uh 40 million in 1960 to about 270 million today. Um in addition, the GDP has has like 10x uh Other countries in the area, like Thailand, um, there's a high-speed rail line coming through some areas too from China. And from what I can see, there's still some cities that uh, haven't really been fully developed. Um, In contrast, some of the suburbs to these megapopolises, I call them, like uh, Bangkok or Jakarta, people are leaving the cities to basically invest their savings in the suburbs, and um, which is natural. Um, so some of these suburbs have gone from in the last five years from nothing to having luxury malls, luxury houses, luxury hotels, and so on and so forth for Russians and Chinese and others who are moving to the country. So, for example, Phuket, which is an island off of Thailand, has uh, seen 250,000 Russians move there. So obviously the prices have increased considerably. Um, so, yeah, the properties I'm looking at right now are two types. The first type are properties next to airports in um underdeveloped provinces. So for example, a lot of these airports were built by the Americans uh, in both Indonesia and Thailand. So they're built by the uh, the neighbor of the Air Force. And it's still a very good airport, very large airport. So it could um, get a lot of traffic in the future, but it only has a few flights to the main city right now. Um, or another type of, uh, of uh, real estate would be just um, properties that are near train lines. Um, which just haven't been fully used. So, for example, Bangkok um, has a new train line to one of the airports, but because of COVID, um, not a lot of people are um, have been using the airport. So, for example, that airport used to have you know thirty or forty international flights to China alone each day to China, just to one country, to China. Uh, it was insane. Like there was a flight reaching the the airport every. I was told every ten seconds on one of the runways or six runways so all of those flights from china have completely stopped um they're only using one of the other airports um but in the meantime during COVID, they actually finished a train line to the airport so there are two airports in bangkok for example one goes to the international airport and the other one goes to the older international airport and the older one didn't have a train line until three months ago so i've been looking you're at- looking I'm- for some like you're yeah. looking for some like discounted properties here well, yeah, because what happened was before COVID, fucking the Chinese were buying everything, absolutely everything. Now, people say, well, the Chinese don't have a lot of money. It is true. Psychologically, when you speak to them right now, they think the sky is fucking falling. When, you, I, when I talk to my friends in China, they're like, oh, my God, we're in a recession because these younger Chinese people have never experienced a recession. So anyone under the age of 30 has never experienced a recession. In their life in mainland china so i'm sure you know in five years once they get their act together and they figure it out um you know i'm sure they're going to be investing again and that's just usually how it works uh but yeah so for example today i was really hot today too guys i mean fucking, i had i got heat stroke like two weeks ago from doing the same thing i was going around all these different like locations and just uh you know there there are two types of developer builds because in southeast asia there are also cowboy builders have you heard of this term cowboy builders? Uh it's a term. No, no. It's like people build McMansions. You know? They just build. They build, they build, they have a lot of debt, they build. And so what they do is they turn a nothing burger into a luxury mansion. And the land is worth, let's say, a hundred thousand dollars. And if it was a regular old house, it would be another a hundred thousand dollars. But they build this mansion on top of it and suddenly they're pricing it for seven hundred thousand dollars. It's no shit, too, really. Seven so housing is not cheap in a lot of these countries it's actually quite expensive now and especially for these luxury properties but the thing is they buy the land for almost nothing so they're still like 3 xing their money when i go to these uh brokers i ask who's actually interested in buying these mcmansions they say people are interested we've sold quite a few you know a broker is a broker you know do i really believe a broker but um so for example there is a border town with malaysia and thailand uh, called Hat Yai, which is near Samui, which is an island, which is famous. Um, and there is on, they're on a spree of big mansions because all these um, Chinese, Malaysians, and others are, there's lower taxes in Thailand, and they're just buying these properties. And so, yeah, that's another example. Uh, I'm looking at these things, and I have to go to Da Nang in Vietnam uh, next week. Today's Saturday. Uh, so I have to go to da Nang next week because uh, they may, they are planning to build a train from da Nang, Vietnam, through Laos to Thailand. So go from east to west on a straight line. Um, and the reason why they're doing that is because they're built. They finished the high speed rail from Gongzhou, through Guangzhou to uh, southern China, Yunnan, from China, Yunnan to Vientiane, Laos. So the capital of Laos is Vientiane. They finished it. it's already there. You know, it's the high-speed rail line. It takes about a couple hours to go from Vientiane to China. It used to take a whole day of bus driving. Uh, So they're planning to build, and they are building a high-speed rail line from Vientiane to Bangkok. And they're going to also split that off from uh, Vientiane to Chiang Mai in the northwest of Thailand, and from Vientiane to uh, a city in the southeast of Thailand too. So, so why are you flying up there, or why are you going to the Danang? Because it's still very cheap there. So what I'm just trying to look at is just 1600 to 4000 square meters minus i mean under the price of $30,000 of empty land if I'm never going to build there why because with 4.5% interest rates the mortgage for each of these properties per month is $175 like you have to have to assume guys in 10 to 15 years the property prices of these things will double right because the population of Vietnam is went from 70 to 110 million they're all young people they're having kids. They still have a lot of kids there. Their population is going to go from 100 million to 200 million. People think you're crazy. Dude, look at Bangladesh. Bangladesh, no one's ever heard of Bangladesh. but Actually, population- Jimmy, uh, yeah.
1: red hair here in the speakers is actually in the uh, Philippines as well.
5: Yeah, the Philippines went from a population of 60 to 110 million, and it's projected to go to 175 million. You know? so Aren't you like, by the loss there? Like, can you own the property? I mean, if you're going to buy, like, which country from? Okay. So in Thailand, I'm a, I just got a nat, my naturalized Thai passport. But in Indonesia, you can buy a property as a foreigner. In Vietnam, you can as well. That's why there's so many Chinese and Japanese who own property there. Uh, Philippines, I don't know. I've never invested in the Philippines, but I'm guessing if you get a permanent residency, you can buy a property. Um, Cambodia is for you can. Cambodia has the most open foreign property laws in the world. You can buy a property without even visiting the country. Now, whether or not it's a good investment opportunity, I don't think so because Cambodia's got. All sorts of infrastructure issues, and um, they need in Phnom Penh high-speed rail, they need just infrastructure. They just aren't building it. I don't know what's going on. But you know, if you go to Phnom Penh, see a picture of Phnom Penh in 2006. Now see a picture of today. It's insane. It went from zero skyscrapers to 100 skyscrapers.: It's absolutely Jimmy. Crazy. What
1: made you? what made you like uh get so into kind of keeping track of like what's happening all over the like, property
5: uh, here's the hottest market in the world still in southeast asia uh, you know two hundred thousand russians moved to phuket you know they're not leaving um i don't think they're leaving because first off there was already a very large russian community in thailand to begin with and uh, the ties between thailand and russia are, are pretty deep but beyond that I don't think the sanctions are going to be lifted off of Russia anytime soon, which means they still have to work remotely. And they basically brought the entire upper middle class and moved them over to Thailand. And now they all buy properties. Uh, Thailand... How are you planning on... Yeah. I was going to say, Adi, are you
1: planning on moving to Thailand after this, uh, like, description?
4: Definitely
3: Not
5: indonesia thailand got zero percent crypto taxes um and of course are only one hour away from singapore where you can start your own llc for zero percent capital gains tax um
3: mm, these some these sound like things i really care about a lot
5: well if you have no money you wouldn't care but okay. if you're an exporter of products for example from china then obviously thailand's a great location did you know that the they're the international cosmetics Festival for China, which is a very big deal because China is oh, a man. fucking huge importer of cosmetics.
4: cosmetics.
3: Yeah, hold on,
5: you, you, you stop. Um, the Chinese cosmetics conference, I which, is, oh, which is the largest so cosmetics uh, meetup in the world, was in Thailand, <laughs> even though it's a Chinese <laughs> cosmetics uh, industry conference. So, anyway, um, you know the thing is that Southeast Asia will always be very favorable to investors for quite a while. Um, it, there are very few natural disasters here. Taxes are still very low. here.
4: Perfect. So much better. Jimmy, you're like interesting when you talk, but man,
3: this was like a little bit long winded. I won't lie. And I thought that was, you're being a little bit rude to me when I let you go on for so long.
7: I actually quite appreciated what uh, Jimmy was saying. I think he should be co-host instead.
5: Yeah, I'm here to talk about serious stuff because people who were, for example, from Australia.
4: I love being co-host. So nice to just mute
3: everyone. I thought thought we
1: were supposed to ask Addy strange questions.
5: This was what everyone came, and then
3: everyone started being so autistic.
5: Yeah. Hey, okay, Sipai, can, can you get the Karen off the stage, please? Can you get the Karen off the stage? Get the Karen off the stage. But yeah, <clears throat> Karma, there's a lot of Australians in that game, Polly.
3: I'm just going to keep doing it because it's kind of like funny to me. It's like getting so frustrated that a woman is silencing him.
4: You're going to push Jimmy? push like Push back a little bit? Mm-hmm. yeah i am undecided decided yeah, if i'm gonna what's
7: like... the strangest question
4: someone's ever asked you and what's the strangest response you've provided them hmm. it's a tough question
3: um i don't know i'd have to think about that i think what's the strangest question somebody's can ever asked? can you get you? the
5: karen off the stage please oh, i'm talking about something important get the karen off the stage karen karen
3: i finally got the karen off the stage is that what you meant jimmy
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. Little, little I know you are, but what am I kind of? Uh, ouch. And he's gone.
4: Mm, yeah. Can I ask you a question, Adi? Sure. Adi? Like, are you thinking of moving yeah. out? Moving like out? where
6: are you based right
3: <laughs> Um, I'm I live in New York. I live in New York City.
6: Oh, there's a lot in, of music. Going a lot of New Yorkers are like assaulting our Filipinos. You know, are
4: typically Asians. I don't know oh yeah, it. like
3: the Asian hate. Yeah, it's not good.
4: What if you're a movie, I'm sorry, you're New you're cutting it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah, you were cutting in and out a a, a lot. Um.
1: Red hair, your connection's completely wrecked. It's like it's cutting really <laughs> badly. Uh, but yeah, maybe try to get to a better reception or something. Your voice was kind of brutal there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was tough. Um, I think you said, I'm not totally sure, but I like I heard something about moving out of New York and then the Philippines. I don't know if you were saying like, would I be interested in living there? Um, I think I'd be interested in living anywhere, but I do imagine it would be sort of difficult to live in a country where I don't speak the language and I don't necessarily think I'd want to live in a country where I don't speak the the language just because, I don't know, seems like that would be difficult and maybe like not so respectful. So,
1: so for know. you, it's like either English or French pretty much?
3: <laughs> yeah luckily the french colonized a lot of places so i do have you know some options but
1: uh yeah, do you, guess, like do you speak well enough to get around like maybe montreal places like that
3: yeah definitely i could like i
4: would be fine if i like moved to montreal or like france or something i don't know red red hair is your connection better I don't
1: know his like mm. his uh connection went totally robotic there for a little bit but anyway
3: yeah that was like crazy um sorry i kicked jimmy it was just like i don't know he's just pissing me off tonight for some reason
1: yeah he's interesting because he'll like um he'll say all sorts of like um seemingly interesting and like somewhat intellectual shit right
4: mm-hmm. and
1: then he'll go off into this like like kind of la land of random so i'm not sure if like it's a thing he does where it's like that's just his vibe that's his thing or like he does it just to troll and have fun I'm, it's hard to tell with him
3: yeah i was thinking he was going to be talking about like um the otter stuff and everything tonight and then he was not at all so i was confused then he just kept going on and i was kind of like i feel like sometimes when in these spaces once it gets a little bit later, this happened the other night too, to me, I'm like it gets a little later and then I'm sort of like edgy. Cause I'm tired.
1: Yeah. I'm Jimmy like, kind of like, to kick he people. clearly, <laughs> he clearly reads a lot, right? Like, he, yeah. like when he's actually, uh, like when he's actually trying to say something smart, it's actually pretty smart. Like I, I pay attention, see what he's doing, yeah. saying.
3: He was definitely and then, like, super knowledgeable about what he was talking about.
1: Yeah. But then That's it was right. like, wait, um, like, I don't think anyone's asking about buying real estate in Thailand. So it's kind of like it, like there's a point after which, wait a minute, like, uh, like, <laughs> like, isn't it obvious that um, most of the people here probably aren't about to go move to Phuket to go buy land near an airport. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah.
3: It was like kind of strange when I was like, yeah, it doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. He's like, yeah, cause you're broke. It's <laughs> like, okay, no, I just don't Fair think enough. I'm going to buy property in Thailand, but um what's that red hair that sounds a little bit better
6: can you hear me better now yeah a little bit go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i think jimmy was an asshole
1: (laughs) yeah well you well you've you're new around here (laughs) uh yeah jimmy kind of like uh he can be smart but then he can kind of go off the deep end and kind of get weird um and, yeah. and nobody ever can tell like when that's going to happen right it's just completely but at the same time he brings enough fireworks that I always let him speak because I want to see what he has to say and uh, yeah sometimes he's insane he's like trolling other times he's like you'll get a nugget of useful knowledge out of him yeah it depends but you have to like figure out how to deal with him but Addy probably did the right thing this time he's like I don't know where he like why he was getting all upset about uh Addy being here
6: I think he's passionate, though,
1: in, on what he does. That's what I get. No, from there's him. no, there's no question about it. He reads a lot, too. You can tell. Like, he's like, uh, <laughs> he's got a he's got a fair amount of history knowledge and he kind of understands, like, but uh, but like he has this thing about context. It's like, wait, um, like, why are we talking about this? It's like <laughs> nobody asked about it kind of thing, so
6: yeah he's like my previous boss for my previous company like a real estate company also like if they started talking he doesn't want anybody to interrupt him he just he just wants to like go for it until he proves his point something like that
1: no i i would understand that too if it was like a point that like was useful for anyone here like or he's trying to be funny or maybe something right like but like it's like for example if i started like on a discussion about maybe. I don't know, like, let's say, uh, you know, something about, I don't know, like, I'm suggesting to Addie to go buy property in Nigeria or something. She's going to be like, um, like I, like, I should probably ask her whether she wants property in Nigeria first and then maybe go into it a little bit. Like, I don't know. It just seems totally random. Like, I'm not sure.
6: That's the right thing to do. But then Jimmy was like, shut up. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> yeah, like,
3: maybe, like, if he had... Maybe like opened with that said his little spiel and then maybe given like some travel tips for Thailand or like Bali or you know, the places that he was talking about. That would have been interesting. I definitely maybe would have you know jotted some. Oh my god, something me. just like fell down my fire escape.
4: That,
3: that was terrifying. Um sorry, oh. what the mm. fuck was that? Um
1: <laughs> Better check
3: like i'm so scared um <laughs> oh i should probably like shut my windows what the yeah, fuck is that hold grab,
1: on grab a knife
3: <laughs> i'm like nervous like know, is somebody on my fire escape what
4: is happening oh no somebody just like dropped something what is that wait i need to like oh, i can't see because i have my screen in but it looks like maybe like a vape or something actually
3: i'm not totally sure I don't know what that was oh my god that scared me so bad I kind of thought like maybe my apartment was getting shot at or something um what was I saying yeah travel tips would have been like that would have been nice maybe more like widely applicable
1: yeah I don't know um Jimmy doesn't seem like the sightseeing type which is interesting he's sort of like all over Southeast Asia for some reason but it's not really clear what he's doing there (laughs) like Anyway, yeah, J- Jimmy's always an interesting character.
6: Out of the topic, what's the weather like there uh, right now? There in Texas and in New York, is it like there is, there is, is there like a heat wave going on right there?
1: No, not now. It's pretty calm. Actually, it's nice. Yeah, it's good weather. Yeah, it
3: was like pretty weather out here tonight. I ate outside at dinner, and it was like really pleasant and not
6: cold at all.
3: But not super hot. So you can walk around without sweating finally.
6: I I envy you guys. Like here in the Philippines, like I think we're about to be hit by like the fifth storm for the past two months. Something like that. That's why I think my my reception is kind of ugly. Because it recently rained like really heavy here. And then it just stopped.
3: I just looked up and the thing that somebody dropped on my fire escape was indeed a vape but it was the big one, so it, like, made a lot of noise. Tuffy, you would be Mm. so upset. I bet those things are not good for your lungs.
1: Yeah, they're kind of, they're whatever, but yeah, like, you could, like, next time, like, what you do is you grab your little set pan,
4: Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) and,
1: um, you just, like, whack somebody with it if they kind of try to...
3: Yeah, they come in. I should, like, um, I think about that a lot, actually, like, living in New York is, like, I think if I should get a weapon, sometimes I'll, um, like, if I'm walking alone at night, which is not super often, but, you know, shit happens. And sometimes you have to walk by yourself. Sometimes I'll, like, take a kitchen knife with me. And then,
4: which I don't really know if I would really do anything if I were actually in danger. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't know I if I'd be, like... Handy. Well, pepper spray and and
3: tasers are actually illegal here. I did have a taser, but the thing about tasers is, like, with the ones that you can buy, like the non, like military or police grade ones, you have to be so close to somebody that it doesn't really like. At that point, it's probably not going to do much. And then with pepper spray, I did have pepper spray, but I was like, it was on my keychain, and I was swinging it around one day, like swinging my keys. And the pepper spray flew off and like hit the ground and exploded and so I don't have any more pepper spray um but that also is like pepper spray is kind of precarious because you can end up like if there's wind it can come back in your eyes like I don't know I just I'm not sure if either of those would really like if I'd be able to use them properly to deter someone but New York is actually um like. I think something with the Supreme Court and, like, concealed carry. Like, I think that it's going to be legal here soon, something like that. So
4: that's kind of interesting. Um, But I don't, like, know how to shoot a gun or anything, so I don't know. Anyone else have anything to say? I don't know why, like... um...
3: I kind of got
1: disconnected there, so I'm not sure what happened.
3: Yeah, it looks like you were like not on mute, but nothing was coming
4: out in volume.
1: Yeah, it was like the thing like just disconnected my mic for some reason. <laughs> Need to figure out why that happened. No idea, just random. This thing is like kind of, I guess, broken from time to time.
6: What's like your uh, favorite go-to food there in New York? Like, I'm curious about the food culture there in in the U.S. I've never been there though.
4: That's why I'm curious um i think like
3: new york's like pretty interesting i guess because there's like i mean you can get like almost anything here whereas like where i grew up was definitely not the same um and i think like there's a lot of places in the u.s where like there's you know a certain type of food that's very um popular and it's like sort of like a regional food but in new york like you know you have like all different types of stuff but i guess Like, stereotypically, a lot of people come to New York and want to have, like, the bagels, pizza, and I guess, like, hot dogs. (laughs) Like, very, like, I don't know, nothing, like, crazy. But there's a lot of great restaurants
4: here, so it's a good place to live if you like food, which I feel like most people do. (laughs) Is the American dream still alive
6: in New York?
1: Hmm. What does that mean exactly?
6: It's like, uh, when you go to the, uh, here in the Philippines, like, if you go to America, like, people would assume that you're already successful, like, right? because, like, they think highly of people living in the U.S. Like, we have a lot of, like, neighbors here who has, like, uh, husbands or wives working there in the U.S., then, like, they would gossip here that, oh, their family is already successful because someone is the US, something like that, because they already like, achieved the American dream, something like that.
1: Like, maybe. Open uh, a house. Kind of de- yeah, it kind of depends on what you're doing, obviously. Um, there's just a wide range of like professions and things that people get into. So, it highly varies as far as like, uh you know how quote unquote rich you are and stuff like it uh yeah it it's not like uh automatic or anything like that. Um oh hey coyote what's up? Hey
7: I've got a question for Addy. Um how diligent are you with the rapey carrot salads?
4: Oh <laughs>
3: that's a that's actually that's a good question. Um I'm pretty diligent. I eat them every single day so
1: um yeah what is it I, i'm not
4: sure i understood what was the salad it's a,
3: have you ever heard of the he's like a has he's a, has his phd this his name is dr ray pete he um is like a, talks a lot about nutrition and has like the pete diet i think actually zara is pretty into it as well but um it's a diet that is supposed to help with like um balancing your hormones but one of the big things of his is this carrot salad um because carrots are i don't know you probably know this but like really interesting because they have this certain fiber in them or or not fiber but something in them that um binds to excess estrogen um really well in comparison to like other foods and like the levels of this specific thing in them, like carrots just have a really high level of it um so they're really good at carrying excess estrogen out of the body and um dr pete talks a lot about how like estrogen has been falsely claimed as like um like the female like fertility hormone when that's not actually true and like excess estrogen can have a lot of negative effects in the body so basically this carrot salad is something (laughs) that you eat like every day either like once a day or twice a day Usually in between meals. I usually have it in the morning, like before I eat lunch, or like sometimes it'll be the first thing I eat. Um and it's just carrots. Like I'll like peel them with a peeler so they're like really thin. Or you can like grate them, um, coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, um, and salt. And I put pepper on it too. And yeah, you eat them every day. I don't know if it like actually works or not, but I I like it and it helps with like bloating
4: and stuff too, and it just tastes good. But yeah, really interesting stuff. If you've never heard of him before, you should totally listen to him.
7: Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in very impressed with uh, not only your devotion to the carrot salad, but how much you know about uh, repeat and the benefits of carrot salad.
3: Yeah, I probably wouldn't um, eat it if it. Like, I actually think that it tastes really good. So, like, I don't know if I'd be as diligent if I, like, didn't like it and thought it was disgusting, but I like it. I also think um, I, like, recently switched from, like, birth control. So I'm, like, now on a non-hormonal one. Just, and I have found, like, I really think, like, it's, like, I'm a very firm, firm believer now that, like, I really don't think people should have, like, um, additional hormones in their body if they can if they can avoid it especially women and i think it's pretty crazy like the drastic like effects that i've seen on like my mood and stuff like that since going off of um, hormonal birth control but that was like another reason that i kind of like got into the peat stuff was because i was trying to find ways of like feeling like i bring my body back to like its most sort of um sort of like an equilibrium so to speak
4: whether or not that has any actual, um, medical basis, it just makes me feel good. So I do it.
7: Yeah. Have you noticed, uh, your attraction or the people you're attracted to? Has that changed since coming off birth control?
1: Um,
3: I don't really know. Like it's been pretty recent. Um, but I also was not on like the birth control pill, which is a much higher, Dose of hormones, I had a hormonal iud which is kind of different because it's actually like a localized um like hormone. So in theory, they're supposed to have less um side effects in comparison to like the birth control pill. But the reason that I decided to get it removed and opt for like a non-hormonal one was because I thought um that I was having a lot of side effects and I had it for a couple of years. Um, and it's sort of, like, I don't know, something, like, I finally kind of put it all together. Um, but I found it's more on, like, like my mood regulation and stuff like that. That's more what I've noticed. But I don't know if it's necessarily been, like, long enough to really tell um, whether or not it's, like, changed anything in terms of, like, attraction and stuff like that. Like, I'm still, like, I, like, <laughs> didn't suddenly become unattracted to the, like, people that I, like was seeing like when I had the (laughs) hormonal IUD or anything. And when I switched to the non-hormonal one, but
1: yeah, I wouldn't think it makes that much difference.
3: Yeah. Some people really believe that stuff that it like will really like cause a drastic difference. I don't necessarily know if I, if I think that, but I do think that it can totally like affect your mood enough to like, maybe that could play into it. But But it also depends. Like
1: if someone's off because they are like, like she's basically like uh, actually, you know, like literally looking to become a mother. For example, right? Like, like the the actual people that someone might be interested in mm-hmm. might be a different crowd because you're like, oh, like this person needs to be like an actual father of children and shit, right? And like, so it's like a different yeah. thing. Whereas it's like,
3: like, yeah, yeah. If your priorities shift in life in general, like probably the people yeah, you're attracted exactly. exactly to are going to be different. Um. But I also do think like uh I don't know, it's interesting, it probably i mean, I don't think men can understand this like <laughs> in general <laughs> because it's like not something that happens to them, but it is definitely interesting, um like feeling the like through your cycle, like the the differences in the way that your body feels, both like physically and mentally, um and like I hadn't felt that in a long time because prior to being on like having this like hormonal iud um i had i had actually been on like a birth control pill um so it was something that i thought was really cool like once i went off of it was being able to like actually feel my body through it's like real cycles because the um birth control that i take now doesn't stop you from ovulating or anything like that so that's one part that i think is pretty exciting to like feel um i don't know i just like i'm very like I've talked about this before, but very into like yoga and stuff like that. And like sort of mind body connection. So I'd rather not
4: have like any, anything sort of like inhibiting that. So that was sort of one of the big reasons, but that part is definitely cool. Um, Coyote, do you eat carrot
3: salad and follow the repeat method or do you just like know about it?
7: Uh, Yeah, I do eat the carrot salad. I don't know if I'm as uh, devoted as you are to it. Uh, some days I just eat a raw carrot. Uh, I also will eat oat bran, which has a similar effect of being insoluble fiber, pulling out excess estrogen. Um, so that's another option. Uh, white button mushrooms, well-cooked white button mushrooms. That's another one that people can do. Um,
3: yeah, I like them. Um, I like foil <laughs> white mushrooms a lot I, I love mushrooms in general but that was like i didn't know that prior to sort of like reading about that and i thought that was
4: pretty cool
7: yeah how long have you been uh uh into repeat and and that kind of stuff
4: um
3: only like maybe a couple months i've tried like um like a couple sort of i've, I've been into sort of like holistic health for um a pretty long time um but i find like uh like the food part of it really interesting and sort of like the quote-unquote like healing your body through food i know that that's like a total like marketing buzzword now but um or buzz phrase i guess but i do find it really interesting i was like looking at um like keto for a while like really interested in that not so much because of like. I think that it's good to have a diet entirely of meat. I definitely don't don't think so, but when I was like interested in that, I found it really interesting like looking at um sort of like, you know, processed sugars and like reading a lot about um like diabetes and whether or not it's actually, you know, has to do with saturated fats and stuff like that or if it's more from like processed foods leading to like increased inflammation in our bodies and stuff like that. So I think that sort of like segued into me finding about finding out about um, Ray P and stuff like that. And then I've sort of just, you know, kept reading. I don't follow like everything he says through tea or anything. I definitely like just try to like keep my diet pretty balanced, but um, I like incorporating, you know, some of those things in it. And I think he has a pretty, like, I think he has a pretty healthy outlook on,
1: you know it's it's funny when he first asked you this question i thought he said like um i thought he said um do you like salad that's rapey (laughs) rapey what the like what kind of salad is what those rapey salads yeah the rapey (laughs) i was like rapey um that's a weird question. I know we we're asking strange questions, but that's just like <laughs> ultra fucking weird. I was like, like, then it's like Ray Pete. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure.
7: Yeah, Why she not? Had, she had posted about. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: about my the, carrot salad. <laughs> yeah, the carrot salad turning
7: orange. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, I actually have stuff. sort of like noticed that. I mean, like, I don't think it, like, because I don't eat in excess, but I do think like eating carrots like every single day, especially when I'm like eating them twice a day and then if i'm eating them like in other (laughs) other meals and stuff like it does it can actually like turn your skin a little like sort of an orange tinge to it i know when that happens a lot with babies like that had happened to me when i was a baby and then i was couldn't tell if i was just like looking in the mirror and thinking my skin was like looking a little more orange or if it actually was but yeah i don't know hopefully it turn super orange
7: I don't know exactly how it works, but I think it has something to do with, like, some people are uh, less efficient at converting beta carotene to vitamin A, and then it, Mm -hmm. like, comes out in their skin.
4: Yeah.
3: Dr. Dr. Seth, you may know. (laughs) Have you, like, seen that before with people that eat a lot of carrots, like babies that eat a lot of carrots?
1: No, I haven't really paid... I don't know. I haven't really paid too much attention to, like, any kind of, like maybe specific
3: service,
1: like, yeah like specific anything. health benefits of going like um like you know specifically into carrots or whatever <laughs> but there was um there was a weird study at one point where um they like kind of like like so there was this idea that like um you know beta carotene might have some um pre- preventative effect against lung cancer mm. so there was a study done where they kind of like gave one group of people really high dose of beta carotene Um and then another group where they didn't and they found that actually the, the cancer risk was higher so like they didn't they, they stopped recommending necessarily like high dose of beta carotene now, now granted it was, like
3: it was higher is, in people that had more
1: of it yeah but granted oh, no. this is not like <laughs> this is not like like getting it from a natural carrot it's like like putting it into some sort of pill form and doing whatever so yeah it like Medically, the thing is like some of the things that like people think things do are not Mm -hmm. automatically true. (laughs) Like you get these weird like outcomes like huh? I I would have thought like maybe it did nothing. Like maybe it didn't have any effect. But
4: yeah. um,
1: But at the same time, a lot of times these are really um, small scale type studies. And um, you can sometimes get like a false outcome in a study just because of chance or whatever um mm-hmm. so yeah i wouldn't like i wouldn't worry about it or anything one way or the other honestly
4: yeah i think it's, it's yeah
1: it's just one of these like know. factoids i remember about carrots just because it's like <laughs> part of my like part of my thing but yeah.
3: uh well now i'm like oh maybe i should cut down on the carrot salad so I no
1: know. i don't think it matters I guess. But, like
3: but, like that he would have like the long run though like i eat this carrot salad like one or two times a day for like the next 30 years do you think like that could like lead to like levels that could increase my risk of lung cancer
1: I don't know do you like do you usually uh so you wait your skin color let's it's like kind of orangish <laughs>
3: so like you, have you you need to like look up like babies that eat too many carrots because their skin will turn orange this happened to me when I was baby but I tweeted the other day like some stupid like joke like i don't know girlfriend whose skin is orange from eating too many carrot salads like whatever
1: like what's Um, your what's your natural skin color is it a little bit um like do do you tend to be someone that tans do you tend to be someone that burns like what
3: i'm pretty
4: like i don't know i'm pretty like fair skinned I, i mean you can like see like i don't know like i have kind of like a
3: more like pinkish complexion i guess but Like I'll tan in the summer, but I'll also like.
1: Yeah, I can't tell if that's because of the way that the like whatever flash is or whatever, or like that's your actual color. But yeah, I don't like. I'm
3: pretty like fair skinned. Like yeah,
1: you definitely have like a little bit of like an orange look about you. But again, I don't (laughs) know if that's like the flash or some shit. Right? Like I have no idea. Yeah.
3: Um, Yeah. Well, I was like looking in the mirror, and I was like, "Do I look more like orangey?" But it wasn't like super like. It like it was almost I was like, why do I feel like I look tanner? And like I haven't really like been um, particularly doing anything that would make me tanner, besides just like walking, but like no more than usual or anything, um, or like going on runs. And then I was like, maybe it's because I've been eating carrots a lot recently. I don't know, but I, I was thinking it because I knew that that had happened to me when I was a baby like i started Wait, turning what, orange
1: which, which, what background do your parents like were they they mediterranean they're uh, like what what do like
3: very like white like i don't like um my like, mom, like, like, like is, as an
1: italian side or like where
3: i think yeah i mean like one of my one of my grandfathers is italian but they're also like irish and then my dad is kind of my dad has, like, a little bit of a more Mediterranean complexion, but nobody's, like, really sure where they're from. Like, just sort of, like, sort of a mix of European, but no, like, Greek or anything like that. But there is Italian on at least one side of my family.
1: Yeah, like, if kind of like Mediterranean. It's a bit, there's a bit, uh, like, different complexion there
3: mm-hmm.
1: for people. So, it's, I don't know, as opposed to, like, I don't know, Norwegian or something like that.
3: Yeah, my mom has, like, my mom is incredibly, incredibly pale, like, like, super, like, sort of, like, snow white type pale, um, and she has, like, she has, like, naturally red hair, or she did when she was younger, um, so, like, very, very fair, and then my dad has... But
1: she's, what, like, a red hair freckles type of look?
3: Uh... No, no freckles. She's just super pale, like kind of like strikingly pale, but not a ton kind of freckles. Um when she was younger she had red hair and then it turned sort of blonde. And now she like she dyes her hair red actually, but um then she has like super, super light blue eyes, like 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 ice almost. And then my dad has very, very dark hair, dark eyebrows, dark eyes. And I think that I sort of got my mom's like skin a little bit but then like my hair is naturally dark my eyes are pretty dark but I'm probably a couple shades like darker than my mom because she's like like a sheet of paper almost so I don't know but
1: just super pale that's interesting
3: Hmm. yeah like kind of like scary pale almost but it's not like I'm making her sound like horrifying like she's the kind of skin that
1: burns real easy basically
3: yeah, like, she's never had a like, tan in just her like, life.
1: Just, like, no melanin whatsoever. it's like, just, yeah.
3: like... <laughs> like, just, like, yeah, she's super, super, yeah, I, she's never, like, I've never seen her, like, tan or anything like that. Whereas, like, my dad definitely can get tan, and my brother will get super tan, and then I can get tan, but I, like, burn much easier than my brother does, I think. And probably it's been
4: much easier than my dad does. So, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of a mix between them. Yeah. What's your complexion like, Steffi? I think like you strike me as somebody that's pale, but I don't know.
1: Uh, no, like, so... Um, no, I've kind of, My skin's kind of like... Uh, I don't know. It, it uh, definitely tans really easily. It's kind of like a... Mm. I don't know, like a light... Like, I don't know. It's like kind of more towards like a, a bit more brownish, but like... My wife is like really uh much fair skinned like it's interesting like she's uh yeah so like my son's actually the pretty one, actually technically speaking, <laughs> like between my wife <laughs> and she he clearly got her teeth and and smile and everything so
4: mm-hmm.
1: the yeah and he's like uh yeah he's kind of like the good looking one in the family besides being really sharp <laughs> so the, but
3: uh, uh little one or the older one
4: the older one, yeah. Oh nice. But um
1: yeah, he's uh it's like what about what, 19 now? Yeah.
4: So
3: what's his if he's like super good looking and really smart, then like what's his like downfall? Like what you know what I mean? Like what's, oh, what yeah, what's the this, bad like, thing? Um
1: yeah. <laughs> Let's see, I don't know. Maybe uh you know, what, usually when you have that combination growing up, like then the question is like just I guess getting your ego in check. I guess.
3: Yeah, You have a so, big ego. You
1: think? Yeah, I mean, like it's—I don't know. It's just like, what are you going to do? Like, everyone's going to have some something wrong with them, yeah. right? <laughs> like, well, it's just never. I
3: like, I feel like it's almost like.
1: <laughs> no, but his—I <laughs> don't know. His, if it's not. It's not.
3: It's not a crazy level. It's not well, a crazy
1: yeah, level. Yeah, but
3: like I'm like to like some degree, you can't really fault somebody for having an ego if like.
1: Yeah, like they're, they're intelligent. Like
3: why are they like not going to have one? I don't know.
1: Like Yeah, normal. he got into some so he's doing some um so we have a um a family friend that's like a uh like pediatric neurosurgeon, which is pretty
4: mm-hmm.
1: impressive cool. shit. So she's um so she's a pediatric neurosurgeon and she got him some sort of like normally they don't do this with undergrads, but they she she landed him some sort of like uh like i don't know in not internship but like sort of like some lab position regarding Mm -hmm. like pediatric like spina bifida and stuff in atlanta wow so he's kind of excited about that he just heard about today so we'll see
3: that's so exciting
1: yeah he's like uh over the summer he decided he was gonna learn how to become an ambulance like whatever emt thing Mm -hmm. uh just to kind of do the classes and do all that uh so yeah he's like uh yeah i think partly he did it because um he just wanted a car and like you know like <laughs> so <laughs> he's actually got it i i it's funny because i bought him a nicer car than we have it's kind of hilarious but uh um, did you buy him um it's one of those like uh what is it called the like i don't know some alfa romeo what's it called the Quadrifoli or some shit. It's pretty quick. Like It's like, like, uh, I'm not that big into like, you know, grabbing cars and stuff like that, but I just don't really worry about that stuff. But like, he kind of, he's into cars and things. I'm like, eh, he's young. He'll, but, like, he won't care about it later, so might as well enjoy it now. So I'm like, alright. He, he kind of deserved it because he actually got a massive scholarship for school. So, um, it's like I didn't have to pay very much for his, like, education, so I'm like, whatever. Alright, spend it on a car.
3: So but
1: I'm uh, like that, like, yeah. Like,
3: what does the car have to do with the EMT thing?
1: Oh, because of uh, two, he, like, he's got to drive from he's got to drive from like point A to point B oh, in Atlanta, like, and um,
4: I see, I see.
1: Yeah. Whereas if he was just in his like dorms or whatever, it'd be one thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I think he's like um, he's pretty sharp. He'll he'll make it to where he's going. So he wants to do like his uh, grandfather's a surgeon, actually. So I think, mm-hmm. um, and actually his grandmother was too quite, um, on my wife's side. So I think probably he's looking to also become a surgeon like them. Um, mm-hmm. basically. So, so like it's like a little surgical you, family.
3: All of you guys just like work in medicine.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. Of his, like, uh, I think three of his, uh, grandparents medicine. Hmm. hmm um, all of his uncles and aunts. (laughs) So it's kind of funny. And then, um, and then his, remember I told you his uncle, so my wife is Indian. So his uncle Mm -hmm. is, um, like I said, he's the literal, he was the Supreme court justice of India. So that's interesting. Um, So yeah. I guess
3: you kind of like, can't really like, if you have a family like that, you can't really like, just go be like a, I don't know.
1: It's yeah like, he's hard it's to almost like not like, really like
3: do something like that
1: and actually nobody like sits around making him do anything it's like it's, uh but there's this almost like silent
3: yeah like what's well, kind of like me like expectation a, sort of like right internal like motivation to like you see your family like doing stuff like that i don't think you'd want to like maybe you'd want to do something different but i think you'd want to do something probably of similar caliber you know what i mean right exactly which is exactly
1: like his mindset, right? So he's like, I don't know. I think yeah. He's, he's going to do some sort of like maybe something fancy, like neurosurgery or some shit. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: so he's kind of interested in that kind of direction.
3: That's really cool. So, um, like, what is your well? Your like little son? He's like pretty pretty little.
4: So. No, he's, he's just sort of playing Minecraft and right?
3: stuff.
1: Yeah, he just does he like
3: know what he wants to do? Like, does he have any idea?
1: not exactly so he's kind of a little bit clueless still yeah. he's doing pretty well okay. but like he, he's like likes minecraft he's got his nerd friends Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, like yeah like, like they have little minecraft meetups or whatever it's like
3: that's like what my brother was like when he was 13
1: yeah 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 he's got that um, thing going
3: my brother's he's gonna be a senior in high school this year and it's like I actually think it's kind of cool because I never I always thought I wanted to be a lawyer was like well i wanted to be a lawyer or a writer and now i probably won't go to law school i'll probably just go like get a master's or a phd in like something um useless but instead of doing law school um but i always wanted to be like a lawyer or a writer and he's always wanted to be an architect like always wanted to do it and i keep pushing him i'm like just go get a degree in engineering like that's so stupid you shouldn't be an architect but he really wants to do it and I like kind of even though I'm like pushing him to do engineering I find it like I think it's pretty cool because he's always wanted to do it so he's actually gonna like go to architecture school now
4: but
1: architecture school is pretty hard actually
3: yeah well but it's like the thing is I'm like you can be an architect with an engineering degree which is why I think he should just get an engineering degree but because you have to do the like for architecture you have to do the five years anyway and so I'm like, go do engineering and then like do the additional year for architecture rather than just like doing oh, all I see. five, like, I don't know. There's only a very select number of like four year architecture programs, but he wants to go to like a regular college. Like he doesn't want to go to any of those colleges. So he's going to have to do five years either way. So I'm like, just go become an engineer because he's really good at math and stuff like that. But I don't know yeah,
1: it, it depends. Like the what what an engineer does, in that is is a bit different than what an architect does. But um, architecture is mostly like logistics shit too. It's like when you see what they're doing, it's like the fun part is like you know there's like this conceptual part where you're drawing buildings and things, but most of it is just like details and details and details and logistics and yeah, having drawn really a lot, quite a lot that. of buildings. I I get it. Like it's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I
4: don't like. I think that maybe he'll go to wherever he goes and, I don't know,
3: maybe he'll switch to something else. He randomly, the other day, brought up, he was like, I think I, because he worked as a camp counselor for the whole summer, like, at a sleepaway camp. And he told my parents, he was like, I think maybe, like, I'd really want to do education. And we were all kind of like, what the fuck? You want to be a teacher? And, like, which is, like, obviously, like, kudos to all the teachers like that they a, went
1: like, from architecture to teacher all of a sudden
3: you, well he's still going to do architecture but it was we were just like what the hell are you talking about Like, you've always wanted to do architecture and also like i don't just like like a teacher like what what the hell are you talking about and i just keep telling him i'm like maybe this is bad advice but like i keep saying to him i'm like you need to think about like the life that you want to have and like that is what's important i think like don't think about like necessarily the career but like what do you want to like what do you want the outcome of your life to be what do you want your life to look like as a result of like what you're doing and stuff and like yeah
1: part of like part of the reason like that's one of the reasons I didn't become like a surgeon for example um the the life is very different like Mm -hmm. imagine uh like for a second like okay like um if someone shows up for like I don't know a severe appendicitis or something right and you have to go operate and maybe it takes, you know, a few hours or a couple hours or whatever it takes, right? Like your schedule is not really your own at that point. Just like <laughs> whenever the thing happens, whatever's going on, that's you have to stand in the OR that entire time. You can't yeah. like, it's not like, oh, like, um you know, when you're like standing in the operating room, like you have to do that one thing and that one thing alone. Like your time is not your own at that point. It's not like you're like, oh, answering your phone or doing this or doing that, like, it's a very, like, unitask sort of, uh, condition you're in sort of and like, you know, like, y- you got to break from all of the stuff to go pee and all this kind of stuff. Like, I didn't really like this idea of being, like, locked in this, like, location, this little jail for this entire time for this. It's like, so, uh, you know, it just wasn't, it didn't fit my, um, I don't know what it is. Like, it didn't fit my, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like, you have to ask yourself, like, when you're tired too. like, what are you willing to do when you're tired? Right? Like, that's a thing that really determines whether you should go into something. Because like, let's say you're really, really sleepy. Are you capable of operating when you're sleepy? Right? Because you may have to, right? So that kind of thing. And so eventually, I'm like, ah, I don't like have the maybe the physical um, not necessarily that I have, don't have physical stamina. It's more that like I didn't want to lock myself into that position where I have to be stuck, um, and I can't like juggle my life for the rest of the day. That's what I didn't like about it. It's like a very restricted type of life.
3: Yeah, I think that those things are really important to like think about. I don't know. Like, I just keep trying to tell them that. I feel like like a lot of people have a lot of tunnel vision when they like go to college and stuff like that. Um, well, part of it's because,
1: like, you have this dream of what a career is, right? You have yeah. the dream of what a doctor, a surgeon, a lawyer, or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, the, it's not so much the, like, the drama that's on the TV. It's more like, what do you actually do in real life? Is it just yeah. a ton of paperwork? Is it, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to say you're, like, a lawyer in a court, and you're, you're saying things, and you're, you're, it's like a court drama. But what they really do is like 99% paperwork, right? Like it's like just reading through papers and writing things and it's just paperwork all the time.
3: Yeah. Like how a lawyer tells you like, don't become a lawyer.
1: Yeah. It's like a brutal amount of paperwork. It's obnoxious. It's like, it's like what you wouldn't want to do the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But now you're choosing to do it on purpose. Yeah. it's, It's an interesting thing.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Professions sort of tend to be this way. Like. Uh, you're paid pretty good but at the same time it's for doing a fair amount of rote like work it's not particularly interesting like it's Mm -hmm. just like busy work to some extent like
4: yeah but at the same time
1: like some people like if you have to do things that are always challenging right like for example let's say you work for i don't know an apple or somebody and you're on a deadline to get like this phone released by a certain date things like that that can be really really brutal too right uh your life's not your own then either if everything's on a deadline cuz you if you know the product or whatever you're creating isn't ready right you just don't go to sleep that's all there's to it like you got to keep moving so that's a weird um that's a different type of life as well
3: yeah totally i think it's also like a lot of like um when you go into college you're so focused on like what's your career going to be and less focused on What do you want life outside of your career to look like? And I think I'm glad that I I at least had maybe some foresight into that. Like I knew at least that I wanted to stay in New York. And
4: so, you know, there's only like a certain amount, a certain number of like careers that you can sort of kind of guarantee that you'll like have a job like as soon
3: as you graduate. And maybe that's sort of like a sort of like um, just like cut and dry way of looking at it. But yeah, like, it's yeah, kind of it's a reason
1: like, it's a reason to focus, especially yeah. if you have a specific place you want to live like New York.
3: Yeah. Like I was just like, okay, like this is where I want to live. And I know like the life that I want to have here is like very important to me. And like the things that I want to do here, it's just very important to me, especially as like with like writing, like that's like, one of the things that's most important to me and like I see that like outside of my career like it's something I obviously like I would love to make into a career one day but like for now it's something that's like outside of it but I also think that like (laughs) I don't know if my writing would be the same if I were like you know living in you know where I was before or whatever so the point is I knew that New York was important to me and so I'm like okay Here's like X, Y, Z that I have to do to make sure that I can stay here and like, you know, sort of make sure that that's the life that I have and whatever, like that's what happened. But I think that I like keep trying to tell my brother, like, you need to think about that stuff and like, you know, where you go to college really is important for that. And like, you know, what you decide to do and it's not all about, you know, just your career. Like you have so much more life than just like what your career is. So. I don't know. That's what I keep trying to tell him, but he doesn't listen to anybody, which is fine, because I didn't either. But, like, I don't know. It makes me, like, nervous for him going into college.
1: Oh, by the way, I just realized I've got to drop because I've got to, like, catch work in the morning, but I'll catch up tomorrow.
3: Okay. Sounds good. What's all that beeping in the background?
1: Oh, I was just, like, the, like,
0: I don't know. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part four, the fourth and final installment of this four-part Chepe Space, Friday in the Cosmos. Recorded on Friday, September 16th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org. I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Digging in the dirt Trying to find the treasure Learning how to mix This business with pleasure I'm kicking a lecture Spitting conjecture High as a bird While I'm flipping the gesture Living like a jester Investing these extras Dissecting a mess The ego looking headstrong Infinitesimal The spit in his next world And if you don't agree with well, it, I'm afraid You're dead wrong So leave the mess hall And clean your plates up I can't believe The rest of y'all Feed on makeup Bereavement up, To rearrange your wake up Big ol' bloody mess Like a scene from Braveheart Driving race cars that beat the fate. It's hard to meet your maker when the features ain't marked. Trying to slide underneath the paywall. I'm afraid this motherfucker's gone AWOL. You had best fuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and
2: kick down your neck. Sir, yes, sir. Private Joker, why did you join my beloved goal? Sir,
0: to kill sir. No, you're a the earth trying to mine some headspace give a little gift like I'm lifted, dead weights the risk of resting kicks the nest egg squaring the nuts y'all feeling test day the breeze swept in no need to resting the least depressing so sweet but messy I need the best day to keep professing and hope my body doesn't leave behind a red stain pouring out little liquor for the dead states while the rest wait and bleed domestic no means to gestate breeds the best cake beauty on the back of the queen she just ate so take a little dive down down a K-hole while I flip the B-roll right into A roll and make the payroll go a little further. Replace the merger with the tainted version. I'm a snowball! I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. Ten spaces.